What's up, everybody? This is Corey Allen with the Overton Report. This podcast you're about to hear uh, is about Justine Jones and the Kenley Police Department, Kenley, North Carolina. It is no secret that the entire police force of that small town quit, uh, citing Justine Jones, the new town manager, as the reason, uh, creating a hostile work environment, making it impossible for the police force to do their job. This news has blown up. But what you might not know, and what we're going to get into in this podcast with my friend Jordan Cox of New America Movement, uh, is that this is not the first time that Justine Jones has been in the news. A few years back, she worked with Richland County, and that ended in, let's say, a less than amicable departure by Justine Jones, a lawsuit settlement, and the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission finding that there was no wrongdoing on the part of the county at all, despite Ms. Jones's claims of racism, uh, gender discrimination, etc. You're going to learn more, but uh, it really does seem familiar in this day and age when a person travels from place to place, uh, making life miserable for actual public servants that do actual good work. I think you're really going to like this one and probably learn something too, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Imagine it happening in your community. The entire police force quits. Black Lives Matter has to be really happy because an entire police force gone. In North Carolina, an entire police force has quit because they say they don't like the new black city manager. This force says that they cannot work with the town manager. Chief Josh Gibson said Justine Jones is creating a hostile work environment and the department can no longer perform its duties. But once again, this is the issues that black folks, particularly black women, have to deal with in the workplace. I think that's really what we should be focused on. Every single full-time officer, including the police chief of Kenley, North Carolina, has resigned in protest. There is this thing that happens in America, it's embedded in American, American DNA, where you have certain white people, and you just gotta be honest with you, who have a serious issue with anybody black in a position of authority over them. This all seems like, sorry, but total BS. I mean, this just is ridiculous. So this woman, Justine Jones. Okay, so we've all heard about this, this entire police department quitting, right? In right. Ken, uh, Kenley, North Carolina. Is that right? K- Kenley? Yeah. Okay. This morning I heard it on... Uh, I heard Charlemagne, uh, I hate even saying his name, Charlemagne the God. Oh, my God. From over here uh, on my end of South Carolina, Monk's Corner. But he's got that national radio show talking about how this is this is all racism uh, and, and that type of thing. I know you sent me something with uh, 50 Cent talking on it. It's huge all over the country that the police department quit because of this woman, Justine Jones. She uh, she's the town manager and she's been working there for a month. They're claiming it's a hostile work environment. Yeah. So like what what I find interesting about this is like you hit the nail on the head about what 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 she's claiming it is. And she's claiming that it's racism. And she she has a quite a few people, too, that are behind her that are mm-hmm. saying the same stuff, that this is racism. The reason these people you know, left. And I just feel like you kind of, kind of, we kind of have to go back and know who she is. You know what I mean? That's true. She was here in Richmond 
in South Carolina. You well, know, yeah, like, we'll, and, we'll get to that. But but first, I, I, I think that it's important to make this this point that when you see a headline like this, if there were no pictures of the people involved, it would just be correct. a thing. Right. I wonder who. Yeah. It is. But because the, the police chief is is a white guy uh, and because the town manager is a black lady, I am assuming her gender. But <laughs> by, all, by all accounts, she's a black lady. So it's automatically racism. OK, which is the reason that, that they quit. Now, it's not just the So it's a very small police force. It's, I think, five or six full time officers. And then you had the assistant town manager, uh, and then the utilities operator, they all quit. So they handed in their two weeks notice. So there are a couple of things about this that are kind of strange. They, uh, the town is, the town of Kinley is majority minority, meaning I think that I've got the statistics. The black population is actually higher than the white population in this town. Yeah, I, 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 I got what you sent me actually. Um, so the 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 five largest ethnic groups are African American, which is thirty six point one percent. Then you have white, which is thirty five point seven percent. Then you have white Hispanic, which is nine point eighty eight percent. And then uh, you have like other, you know, which is 6.61%. So you, it's, it's, it's fair to say that this is a very diverse area. It is. And the, the biracial is 7.5%. So, yeah. Then you, you take a look at the town council. And the town council is six people. From what I saw, from the, they had an emergency meeting today. Uh, they decided not to do anything. I don't think that that tiny little town, it's like two square miles, the town. Right. Yeah. I don't think they're well equipped to handle this media circus that they've been thrown into. Well, you, just like you said, you you have 50 Cent, mm-hmm. you know, uh, putting it on his Instagram. You know, a guy like that with millions of followers is posting it. And then you have Charlemagne, the the. I hate saying it. It makes me sick. I like know. I'm going to just call him Charlemagne. You have Charlemagne. Charlemagne, yeah. Getting on his radio show and stuff, talking about it. So this is now not just a North Carolina thing or, or, or a South Carolina thing or a regional thing. This is a national, national thing to where this woman has came out and said, the reason these cops quit is because I am black. Mm-hmm. Now, here's where it gets interesting, and here's where it begins to involve South Carolina, and you alluded to it a few minutes ago. Richland County. Richland County, South Carolina, no stranger to corruption, cronyism, backroom deals, and current investigations, especially when it comes to their school board. Oh, their school board's that up. <laughs> really bad really <laughs> really bad bro so bad um but another town that is about 50 50 black and white majority black school board i think the the town council at, at the point she worked for richland county and uh beginning in 2012 she helped create this office of small business affairs or or, or something small business opportunities i think is what it was called so she helped create this, this uh, office out of nothing that was coming into play because of the penny sales tax, uh, the penny gas tax 
which was going to help roads and small businesses were going to be given preference on those road construction projects. So that's what she became came in, in charge of. Now, her tenure there lasted about three and a half years. And lo and behold, she was let go. And we're going to get into some of the nitty gritty of, of how that happened. But wouldn't you know it, she claimed racism there. She claimed uh, gender discrimination, racial discrimination, disability discrimination. Wait, wait, hold on. Disability? Correct. <laughs> I've heard it all now. <laughs> but, but then she also, she also tried to claim whistleblower status. None of that was true, okay? So she gets fired uh, from Richland County. And there was an investigation into all this stuff, right? Yes. So after she gets fired from Richland County, and I'm going to read this. This is from BlythewoodOnline.com from May 25th, 2017. So it says, throughout 53 pages of detailed testimony, evidence, and correspondence submitted to the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, in April of 2015, Richland County documented the unfounded nature of every charge of racial and sexual discrimination brought by disgruntled former employee Justine Jones. The EEOC reviewed the case and found there were no charges worth investigating. Okay, so here's how it happened. She had a very close friendship or, or, or relationship of some kind with a councilman named Norman Jackson at Richland County Council. Throughout her entire tenure, from 19 days into her taking her position in 2012, all the way up until she got this settlement that we we're about to talk about, he took step after step after step to protect her. The first thing that they say she did was 19 days into her being given this job, she sends emails to her supervisor demanding that her supervisor send her information uh, on how to apply for her supervisor's job. <laughs> okay. When, okay. So, so she did that. <laughs> I'm so sorry, brother. I know it's funny. funny. It's, it's Quorum actually that, that found all this out. So, so it's safe to say that she started off on this bad foot there, right? And, and it only, apparently it only got worse from there. <laughs> After the woman didn't, uh, her supervisor didn't give her the information soon enough from what she thought. So she sent another email and, and then went above her head, didn't follow Richland County policy, went above her head, went straight to the council. And that's when uh, Mr. Jackson began kind of they began their little friendship so wow i'm going to read the quote actually it says over and over jackson illegally interfered in day-to-day -day county operations documents show to aid jones and protect her from other colleagues her superiors and even council members themselves blatantly playing the race card to ensure jones received benefits above and beyond any other county employee including receiving a raise larger than any other county employee and larger than what county policies allowed for, being given nearly unlimited access to Jackson's private county council office while he was chairman of the council to conduct interviews and other meetings, being allowed to request and receive 
lavish expenditures, including 17,400 taxpayer dollars for luxury carpet for her new office when new carpet for that space had already been purchased and was there at the office waiting to be installed. She came in and said, no, I don't like this. Spent 17,400 taxpayer dollars on a premium carpet to install after already having paid for the carpet that was there, the non-premium. Like, okay, so what was wrong with that carpet though? That's what I want to know. What was, it wasn't I mean, what was, good enough, bro. It wasn't good enough for her. Okay, so. <laughs> listen, listen, we're not oh. done. Being transferred within her first three months of employment from a supervisor that she didn't like, who was accurately questioning her work results, which we're going to get into. That was the woman who 19 days in, she yeah, was like, I yeah. want your job, okay? Yep, yep. So he, so this councilman, Jackson, moved her out from under that supervisor and, 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 and moved it to moved her position from her supervisor that she didn't like to reporting directly to the County administrator, who was a friendly. Then it says here that she was repeatedly personally protected through the use of racial accusations and threats by Jackson. When any members of staff or council raised questions about Jones's performance. So this is a, this is a repeat. Oh, this this is what she does. This is what this, she does. It seems like it. So basically she filed a, a grievance in the county right. that didn't go anywhere. They didn't find any evidence of any racial was, or sexual misconduct or anything. Nothing. 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 Then, but then after that, so you so so that's the thing. She does an internal personal grievance with Richland County. So you, you would be inclined to be like, well, okay, so Richland County, you know, this one of those, we invested our, investigated ourselves and we found we did no wrong. So she goes beyond that. She goes to the Equal Employment Opportunity Council or commission, and they do an investigation. That's a United States bureaucracy, okay? Absolutely. And they are there to make sure that the Equal Opportunity Act is They're there to make sure that nothing like this is legitimately happening. They investigated and they found, quote, no charges were worth further investigation. Which for those of you out there that don't know what that means, that means they found jack crap. They That's didn't right. find nothing. They, they, they literally found not a single piece of evidence to prove any of her claims. That's right. That's right. So after that, her only recourse was to file a lawsuit. So she files a lawsuit against the county of richland where she has a friend there yes actually there were two people two council members norman jackson and kelvin washington were set to if it went to court testify on her behalf okay so they go into executive session in in february they go into they go into an uh executive session and Jackson refuses to recuse himself. He's, he's not supposed to be there, bro. He's not supposed to be he's, there. He's not supposed to. And the reason that they said that they didn't remove him is because he's an elected official. So the attorney, they were like, can we have him removed? No, it's the right thing for him and his constituents to do, to, to remove himself from this executive Absolutely. session so Absolutely. they can discuss the defense, so they can discuss how to save the taxpayer money from this obviously frivolous lawsuit. And if it was anything else, you know that it would be the other way around. 
if it was anything else, if it was any other way, mm-hmm. it, it would be the other way around. The guy that knew the person had a had a relationship with them, employed by them, whatever, would have yeah. to leave. You know what I mean? Like that's just that's just common sense. Yeah. And well, then, they and- they would do it. Like, granted, they can't make them because right. he's an elected official, and as an elected county council member, he has the right to be in executive session. Right. It's the right thing to do. It's, it's just what you do. It's unethical not to. Right. So he would not remove himself. And uh, the lawyer, the lawyers that were in there said, because this person who's working with the defense or the prosecution, right, uh, and, and the county was the defense, because this person who's working with them is here, we cannot, we're not going to be able to discuss legal strategy. So it's best that we just settle and get this out of the way. How much did this cost the taxpayers of Richland County, South Carolina? One hundred and seventy-five thousand additional dollars, all because you have a fake lawsuit to begin with, mm-hmm. and then you have a guy, a, a, a sitting councilman, yep. that won't leave the room. Yep, not do the right thing, not do the moral thing, and say, "I know this person. I'm biased. I like this person. I need to remove myself." I'm a witness. I'm a witness for her. Like, I mean, like, bro. There's there's so many red flags that like this is just common sense stupidity. You know what I mean? Like like this don't even have to do. It's just this is common sense stuff. Common sense says if you're over here crying wolf, and no one finds an evidence, not not even a paw print that a wolf even existed, right. and then you go somewhere else and cry the same thing. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it just shows the pattern of you know like the boy that cries wolf. Well, there were these documents of, of her just not doing her job. Basically, what everybody that works with her says, and we, we do have, uh, we are working on a further expose on this. We're trying to get in touch with some of the folks from North Carolina, but everyone that worked with her said that she just did, quote, shoddy work. Everything that she said was just an excuse, that she felt like she was above her position which so, is why she was trying to get her supervisor's job. I'm going to just put this out there real fast. Sometimes, it, it, first of all, everything ain't racist. Everything ain't racist. I'm not saying there's not racism in this world, yeah. but everything is not racist. Sometimes you're just bad at your job. Sometimes you're just not the right person for the job. Sometimes it is just you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just a prick. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Listen to this. Uh, This is one of the things. Rather than following the chain of command as required by county policy or requesting assistance from human resources, Ms. Jones complained directly to several council members like Norman Jackson and Kelvin Washington. Okay, her friends. And this was highly unorthodox for a three-month probationary employee. So she had not even finished her probation period by the time she was already having problems with her supervisor See, right there right there that, government that work you can't you, fire nobody you can't that, fire anybody in the government and, and, and but that just tells you how bad that she was at her job i mean let's mm-hmm. let's just keep it if it, like everybody wants to say let's keep it real let's keep it 100 let's okay well let's keep it real then she's just not good at her job okay and because she's not good at her job she's using what every single victim out here is using and that's the race card and the i'm a woman gender card that's right and all of that and it's like (laughs) no 
No, we just don't like what you're doing. We mm -hmm. don't like you as a person, not because you're a woman or a man or not because you're black or you're white or whatever color. It's you as a person. It's your character. It's how you even got here to begin with. Like I said, it's, it's, this ain't so much about a, 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 so much a racial thing as it is just logic, common sense. Yep. And, and get this. This is what really tells you what this lady's about. After making all those internal complaints and it not working, she then began going to the media. Uh, this is after the EEOC found that there was no problem, claiming that she was a whistleblower. So then she was trying to hide behind that after having already made dozens of false complaints of what can only be assumed based on investigations of people with much more, much more degrees than I have. Bro, they, they, false they, complaints. They found zero evidence. Zero. They did, hold, <laughs> they, they did a whole investigation. This is 2022. Are you telling me, Corey, right now, that if they found a shred like I'm talking like a, a sliver of, of anything that they wouldn't have done something. It's not, it's, it's really not hard to, for the EEOC to find governments for this type of stuff. If there's any evidence at all, there's a fine and, and, and you pay them their, I don't know, I think it's, I think it's three times their yearly salary or whatever the case is. Um, and they found none. They, 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 found, they no found nothing worth investigating further. That 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 literally means they came, they saw the complaint, they read it, they talked to him, some of her employers. They did a full investigation. Him, and it literally led them to her being, being the a one, bad employee. Being a bad employee. Exactly. Yeah. It, it never led to a, a racial thing or a discriminating thing. It led to a you were just bad at your job and now you're over here playing the race card because you're playing the victim card and, and that's what is, is getting people stuff nowadays is, is playing that, that victim card and saying that, Oh, well, you know, it's because I'm a woman or it's, it's because let me just ask you this first. Let me ask you this. How is it that a town that is super diverse, it's got mm -hmm. more African-Americans than it does white people, mm -hmm. it, it, even though it's about even 40% of the town council is not white. So there you the go, way. right there. So 20% of town council 40. isn't white. 40, 40%. Mm -hmm. So 40% of the town council isn't white. Mm -hmm. You you have a diverse area and, and a two-mile radius. Mm -hmm. So my question is, how are you crying racism there? Because it seems like they're pretty tolerant there. It seems like they have pretty much, there's people that live, live there. You don't hear, no, I haven't heard anything from... Mm -hmm. uh, African-Americans out of there saying, the, oh, well, she's right. This place is tough. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah, like. No, I hear, I hear things like, no, this is a good community to live in. Like, we don't understand this. Like, if this is racism, we need to. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. When you get these outside influencers, these national news networks, these 50 cents, these Charlemagnes going national, right? This is an easy headline because you look at a picture and it's a white police chief. Oh my lord! It's, and it's, it's a black it's professional woman. It gold. is. It's gold, it's gold to the headline fodder, muck raking leftist media. It's. It absolutely is. And that's actually. It's crazy because when I posted about this, all I thought was when they were talking about how she's progressive and how she's pushing these policies and and like kind of like super woke. I was like, oh, this is a town that's fighting back against 
this woke progressive liberal nonsense coming into their town and then i and then the next day i'm hearing oh it's all it's white supremacy and racism and charlemagne literally said something like this is this doesn't mean the system's broken you got to understand this is how the system's supposed to work and it's like i just don't so so you're telling me that these police officers right have had african-american boss after african-american boss after african-american town manager after african-american mayor like they've had all of this stuff and then all all of of a sudden the town manager comes in and it's because she's black like that's crazy it it is it is the legit epitome of or the legit definition of hypocrisy you're you're literally saying this because you see that it works that's it you're 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 not doing it because it's real you're not doing it because it didn't happen to you as far as like she goes she goes the public i believe absolutely are, are reacting this way because they are so well, primed to well, do it well everything that i've looked up on her to see like what her policies were and stuff it all said progressively responsible next to her name that she's progressively responsible which means that she is a progressive and she's going to uphold them progressive values liberal yeah. liberal it's one values. of those like social justice absolutely right? absolutely so so it goes to like okay so she's a liberal Mm -hmm. these guys just did not like her policies or whatever she was trying to do in there they didn't like it and they were like you know what we're not for this we're not with it we're out we're not with this woke crap and i support that community one thousand percent for standing up for themselves so i i do too and i and i think that a lawsuit i think that the reason that this officer is not uh, that the chief and, and, and the officers are being quiet at the moment, not getting into too many details, is because they know that a legal battle is coming. But based on her history, just well documented that that quorum Very thing. Well. When I when I do uh, when we work when we do this expose and it finally comes out, hopefully sometime soon, depending on when we can get in touch with these people. That there are thousands of emails showing her hostility and Jackson's hostility and and quickness to play race cards even when dealing with other people of the same race so it doesn't you know it really doesn't jive so if you base it on her history what you're seeing is just she got one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. One hundred five thousand of that went in her pocket 70,000 of it went to her lawyer's pocket so about about four or five years ago she got that cash yeah it's a 2017 she's she's about run out yeah yeah and and she's doing it again it blows my mind, dude, how we we get to a, a, a situation like this and the immediate response is it's it's racism. Yeah. After you read now, if you do any research on this woman whatsoever, Justine Jones, you do any of it, you can find this within minutes. The EEOC saying, hey, we found nothing. There, there is nothing here to support the claim that she is making of racism. There is nothing here. And then she's doing the same thing in a predominantly diverse area again, just like Richland. Richland is a yeah. diverse area. And here's the thing, too. If you're starting to call black people racist and you're a black person, this has nothing to do with race. This is differences of ideologies. Yeah. This is you just disagree with me because I'm conservative and you're a liberal. That, that's or- what it, just I'm not as liberal as you really or that <laughs> yeah because right because in 2022 you're absolutely right you can be a liberal like Bill Maher 
But like the other liberals, the woke liberals hate him. Yeah, hate well, him. they they eat each other. They they eat each other constantly. But but you know, th- there is a little bit of a difference here because it's, it wasn't her that took this action. It was her that forced these people into that action. I cannot. So so I know that this is kind of conjecture, but based on her history and and what they say that her and her buddies in Richland did. I believe that that she began coming. She came in like a bull in a china shop. Said, "We're changing everything here. You know, you're going to be watching these 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 woke police trainings, and you're going to be doing this and that. And you're all racist, and you don't understand you, you, you because you're 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 a white man. So you just you're racist. You you know that the way that the left says. I I, I do believe that that's kind of what happened." And they were like, we can't, you don't understand, we can't keep the town safe if we, if we like don't pull people over because of the color of their skin. Like we can't not, we can't do right. that stuff. Or, I mean, and you're 100% right. And that's what the, the police officers that left actually were saying. They were like, you know, we're, we're resigning because, you know, we, we don't you know, agree with what you're doing, but also we can't do our jobs right. Like, like we, how am I going to be the, like, I, I can't remember if it's the police chief. I think it was the police chief that said that he was there for 20 plus years or something. That's right. 21 and, years. And he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave. He said, I did not want to leave, but he, he was like, you said forced out mm-hmm. because he was like, I'm not going to, I'm going to do my job the right way or I'm not going to do it. Right. Because, because I'm not going to put myself in a position to die. And that's what I was about to say, because in being a police officer, you know, no matter what comes with that, you know, no matter if you agree with them or you don't, they still have to come home at night. Right. And if you take their ability to to do their job the correct way, Mm -hmm. you're putting them in harm's way. And that's what you're seeing all across the country. I, I have to agree. It sounds like that's what she was wanting. And they were like, no, we're, we're, we're not behind this. We don't support this. We're out. I am so excited to see where this goes. It's, it's, it's definitely, and when I say excited, I mean like a little bit of anxious, <laughs> you know, might be another spark. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But, but it's, it does speak to a larger problem where, where the public at large, or at least half of them, they start from this baseline, especially liberals. They start from this baseline of everything is racist mm-hmm. and it's more of a, you know how America is based on innocent until proven guilty in society today with these types of claims, you're guilty till you're proven innocent. You are racist until you prove yourself to be what Ibram Kendi calls anti-racist. So that makes my skin crawl. When, when you start. So when these stories come up, it is perfect fodder because the two people are two uh, at the, at the focal point are two different colors. And Whereas some of us would like to look at these things and these people as individuals. Absolutely. The mainstream media and the, the pseudo intellectual academic elite have, have tricked us into seeing people not as people, but as representatives of the melanated community and the non-melanated community or the, 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 the straight community and everybody else right absolutely it's it's really that that is how it's it's collectivism they want everybody to be a representative of a collective and when you do that 
That's when this collective guilt, collective innocence, collective resentment, collective payback, collective vengeance, all of these types of philosophies start really taking a toll on, on society. I mean, we've, we've seen that over the past couple of years. This is a continuance and almost like a normalization of it. It's Absolutely. not, there's not even a question. Like if you remember when George Floyd, when that thing happened with George Floyd uh, and Breonna Taylor, there were at least people like, kind of like questioning, are you sure this is racism? Yeah. But now that's just, it's just taken for granted. Oh yeah, she's black, he's white, obvious. Obviously yeah, it's, he's it's, a misogynistic, racist piece of shit. It, it, and you're 1000% right. It, it, it goes to immediately, and, and honestly, the reason that, you know, they, they take it there is because they, that that's what they want. They 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 want that. And I'm uh actually on Fifty Cent's uh Instagram page right now, and uh you won't believe that it looks like he deleted that post about her. Oh, I wonder if some more stuff is coming out. That post, my friend, is gone. Fifty Cent has deleted the post about her. That wow. is gone. He had a Fox News screenshot, and he and the caption was with a, a eye emoji, the eyes emoji, and it said, what's going on with this, question mark. And he had about 5,000 comments underneath it. And it's gone. And it's gone. That's wild. Yep, I wonder, because you know, I will say that that kind of got me when you told me about that earlier, because 50 Cent, like very similar to Lil Wayne, doesn't, yeah. doesn't generally buy into that type no, of thing. No, he, he, he don't. And I'm, now I'm curious too, is, is you know, maybe he did a little more research or something or his PR people came in and were like, look, this may not go as you think it's going to go because she has a history mm -hmm. of crying wolf when it comes to racial issues. You know, and I've also had a problem finding out the race, uh, the races and the genders of the other police officers. Which is very interesting because that's strange, right? If, if they were all white, you would know about it. I believe, it would be a I picture believe, of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I may be wrong, but I do agree that the, that you would get a picture of every single one of them plastered all over CNN and or all over these liberal news channels. Um, but I'll tell you, websites, man, the, the more the more that we do this, I, I say this often, right? victimhood in today's society has currency. Now, you and I have talked about political currency before, right? How how you can spend political currency or you can invest political currency it's also it, it, this is not just in politics but in your office say right? right you put a good party on if you throw a really good party at your office you you've just gained a lot of political currency or social currency absolutely. okay absolutely Vict and, and and you can spend that to to get people to go out a few more times or do whatever you want or you know they go out and they say well good lord jordan threw a nice party at his office let's get him to do this again there, there you go there so you go. so yeah so so these types of things there there are things other than money that have currency if a person is a very hard worker in 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 a business or or just in the community they have social currency. People will want to go out and get them and help them out. And, you know, you do things for, it's just, it's, it's a really interesting philosophy. Anyway, in the Democrat party and leftism in academia today, nothing holds more currency than victimhood 
Okay. Nice. Now I need to explain what I mean when I say this. When when you have, and this is especially a problem in England, uh, but when you have people who are willing to needlessly amputate their leg so that they can get cool points and clout, that means that their leg was not worth the currency that their victimhood would grant them in their mind. When you have a straight woman, and I'm going to clip this into this podcast, a straight woman at the Turning Point USA, uh, the thing, that the, the, the convention that they're holding down in Tampa right now, a straight woman with a shaved head said to the camera, I am a trans, I am a gay trans man. Okay. Shut up my back. What's that? I'm a trans gay man. Not a straight woman, a gay trans man. Meaning, what's that? I'm a trans gay man. I am a woman who shaved my head and likes men. <laughs> but listen, this it, it is it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's hilarious on the Sorry. surface, but when you really kind of dig into that and unpack it you realize how sick it is and how demented and just crazy this well <laughs> what you realize is that this woman this straight white woman in college has been told that she is invalid told to shut up because a straight white woman could never understand to the point where she had a mental break and was desperate for acceptance was desperate to be heard. And so she shaved her head, taped her breasts down, wear, started wearing men's clothes and said, no, I'm not a straight woman. I'm a trans man who is gay because that victimhood held so much currency. It held enough currency to make her valid and in the society at large. And that's destruction. That's where we get uh, to destruction. Uh, absolutely. Uh, because uh, of uh, collectivism. Because you uh, can't uh, look at an individual and say that's an individual. Absolutely. Um, and you you hit the nail on the head with that. And I've said this from the beginning that this is a this is a so social thing. The whole what's going on with the, the genders and stuff like that. It's a social thing. And it's what that poor girl did, like what you said, is she conformed to the, to being, you know, socially accepted. You know, she because she, you, you can't be took. you you can't be a it's not popular to be a straight white male or to be a straight white woman yeah. or to be really a straight anything like like they they don't yeah. like that, which is so, why all this turned into the 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 neo pronouns and the non binary because it's like okay but I'm not gay but I so, could just I, I, say. go ahead right. And, and no, and, and that's where I, that's where I've, I've been saying, like, if you look at the numbers of kids who identify when I say kids, I'm talking um, 25 to, you know, now four, I guess. I mean, I don't you know, like they freaking idiots. Anyway, we'll, do 12, um, we'll do 12 to 25. Well, 25. The, the uptick per year is going up drastically. 
And so that tells you that these, all of these kids were not gay or transgender their whole life, and they just realized that all of a sudden in 2021, 2022, and 2020. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's like, no, you're just conforming to the social norms now, which is you, you are not a straight white male. You need to be something else because you're not popular then. So these kids, even though they're straight, and they've even said we are like we deep down like the opposite sex, but I go by non-binary, or I go by yeah. this, or I go by that, because mm -hmm. where I live, where I'm at, if I don't, then I I would be attacked. I would be That's seen right. differently, or it's, it's I won't be taken seriously. That's the the kind of the difference. Okay, it was kind of so. There was this when I was in high school. I I like I was like a pop punk skateboarder. I got into emo and then you know that type of stuff, and that was like a phase, right? And you did that to be popular within a clique, right? Correct, correct, er, er, correct, absolutely. Okay, goth, same thing. You know, it was it was cliques and things like that. But but it's I think it's different here because what we're looking at is it goes throughout the clicks right it goes throughout everything and it's it's a baseline for being taken seriously not just not just like my friends won't accept me but it's literally society at large will not accept me so it's like how do you how do you combat that it's it's, it's <laughs> you have to show up and you have to the people like you people like you and people at the Overton report stuff like that that that's that's how you combat it you you have to have people that are willing to stand up and say this is wrong and and people are all across the country you see parents mm -hmm. and stuff standing up all across the country but you know it's all it's, these it's, micro schools yes that is really cool I, I need to use this moment to plug uh Jacqueline Keeley who runs Scholastica micro school uh all they're, they're trying to fill up their roster for this year but she was working for Charleston County School District. Uh, the woke indoctrination just got way too much for her. She bailed and she created her own micro school. So it's like homeschooling with a pod of like 10 kids, awesome. 12 That's kids. Awesome. And, and that, is, that is a way to really combat this and create this army of people who are knowledgeable and, and who understand reality and, and and just basic logic i think that's what we've lost in our nation final thoughts on the kinley police chief and the entire five-person police force quitting because of the progressively responsible town manager justine jones the fact that you have the resume of crying what i what i, what I like to call crying wolf you you've played this card before there has been zero evidence. You go to another place that is, you're, you were in Richland, predominantly diverse area. Mm -hmm. You go to another predominantly di diverse area in Kinley, and you're doing the exact same thing. So my thought is, you're just not good at your job. You're, you're, this, this is just, you are not made for this job. You may be good at something else. Go try that out. But this, this isn't for you. This remind this woman reminds me of the employee that goes from business to business, working there for 30 days and then making a disability claim. 
or a workman's comp claim. That's what this rings to me as we will see. We will see. I think this time it might have backfired on her. She didn't expect the entire damn police force to quit. She thought it'd be something under the table and she'd be able to say, oh, they fired me because of racism. And she'd get her $105,000 like she did out of Richland County. Good Lord. But it didn't work out quite that way. And I think that, uh, I think, I think things are going to heat up and I'm really excited for it. The last thing that I will say is if you are a person who takes a look at a headline, this headline specifically, and you see that one person is white and one person is black and you begin from an assumption of it being racial, you are a racist that you believe that everything in this world is based upon race and that makes you a racist. Jordan, thanks for joining me. Where can, where can we see you, my friend? Uh, you can follow us uh, on New America Movement. Me and my dad do a podcast, and it's called New America Movement. Um, we're on Facebook. We're on Roku. Um, it's the, on, on Roku, all, all you have to do is download the uh, America Voices Network app, and you will find us all there. Um, you know, on Facebook, just go to our page, like, share, comment, follow. We'd love to have you on. Come check us out. New America Movement. And you guys just opened up a YouTube and Rumble channel, right, which we're g- going to be getting up and running here pretty soon that's really cool stuff uh really good stuff at at, at, uh at new america movement y'all uh they they focus uh on a lot of national issues and kind of take the the conservative approach to it the the overton report the overton group uh you can go to the overton report.substack.com uh where where that's where this podcast is gonna mainly be we're uh setting up to do some really cool stuff there you can sign up for a free membership or you can go ahead and do a monthly or a yearly uh, paid membership and you're you're gonna be getting extras if you do that uh in the very near future also youtube or rumble just search overton report uh where of course you can follow me personally because facebook you know, we took our, our, our The Overton Report Facebook down because it was just too throttled. You could just follow my personal profile. It's public. Corey Allen. And it's actually facebook.com slash Overton. Easy peasy. Uh, I hope to see you guys there. And we will catch you guys next time. Let us know what you think about this woman from Richland County, from screwing over Richland County voters to screwing over every citizen in, what is it, Kenley, North Carolina. Long history, long history of conning people. She's a confidence man. Don't let her, she, her pronouns fool you. My name's Corey Allen, guys. This is the Overton Report. We appreciate you tuning in.